Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Prepared for Takeoff podcast. I'm Laura Bentley. I will be your host today. Um, and I have some great peer advisors who are joining me today, and they're going to introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. My name is Tara. I'm a senior here at Bentley University, a marketing major, and I studied abroad in Budapest, Hungary in fall of my junior semester, and I'm now a frequent flyer with this podcast <laughs> yes, with yes, my second are. episode here for the season. Season two, second episode. Hey, world travelers, or future world travelers. Mm-hmm. My name is Michael. I'm a senior uh, majoring in accounting. I studied abroad in Barcelona in my spring semester junior year, and I am now a peer advisor. Yes. Hi, guys. My name is Bianca. I'm a senior. I'm a global management major. Um, I studied in Seoul, South Korea my spring junior year. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks so much for being here today. Uh, So this episode, we're going to tackle a really fun uh, topic, which is not so Instagrammable moments. So when things go wrong abroad. Um, And I think a couple of you have some pretty good stories that we're going to share with listeners today. Tara, can you start us off with some um, maybe early on in your semester having some issues? Yeah, definitely. So I went into study abroad just knowing that my unluckiness or my misfortunes in life was just going to continue on. So I didn't have high expectations and not having mishaps. I just didn't expect it to happen as early as it did. So my mishap, the first one at least, started genuinely the first day that I walked off um, the plane and into the Budapest airport. Uh, So first of all, with the flight, I was stuck in the last seat, the last row, no leg room. And as a tall girl, I'm 5'10". That was an issue. And I also, they ran out of food um, Mm -hmm. for breakfast. So when it was time for me to eat, they literally just gave me a piece of candy because they ran out of their food. So I went off when I finally arrived in Budapest just starving and just frustrated because of all the issues with the flight. Uh, So the first thing I was going to do was after I unpacked, I wanted to get food. And I went to this local gyro shop right down the road, but I needed to get cash out first because in Budapest, a lot of stuff is cash only. Our credit doesn't really work that well. Uh, But no one told me that in the ATM, it's just going to give you the highest currency value instead of just little currency or like little pieces of money. Mm -hmm. So I essentially tried to buy uh, a $2 gyro with a $50 bill uh, and got yelled at by the owner of the shop. First of all, for pronouncing it gyro, not euro, which as a New Yorker, I disagree with firmly. Uh, Controversial topic, Tara. But also just getting yelled at for being paid. I was so scared that I avoided the gyro shop for two months afterwards because I was just so scared of getting yelled at again. So that was an early experience of just something I never wanted to have happen. Just feeling real welcomed there in Hungary. Oh, definitely. Right off the bat. Yeah. So during our first day, in first few days in Barcelona, uh, the program had all the students in a, in a, stay in a hotel for orientation yeah. just to get us all acclimated to the environment, the new environment we're in. So, and after the first day of all the activities concluded, a lot of the students wanted to go out to, you know, experience what the nightlife was and just kind of roam around the city. And at the time, it seemed late, but for Barcelona, right. shops and bars and whatever you're looking for was still closed. Yeah. And I got pressured into from kids I just met and kids mm-hmm. I will be rooming with to travel and just see what was out and about. Mm-hmm. And I was a little, I was obviously very tired, as was everyone else. <laughs> right. But no one wanted to be that person trying to stay in the first yeah. day. Yeah. So as we're walking around and seeing that everything is closed, mm-hmm. and, and our students are like, well, 
why is it closed? We're in a city, and yeah. not everyone's from the city knowing that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be open 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually we stumbled upon a place, and this guy was confused, but the owner was confused, but realized that what we were just students who had no idea what they were doing. Mm -hmm. and made no attempts to speak, you know, Catalan, right. just speaking English. Yeah. And uh, I actually made a tough decision. I didn't think it was the most safe or wise thing to do, yeah. especially considering we have so many weeks ahead of us. Yeah. So uh, I got, I actually ended up going back to the hotel with my roommates who happen to be from Bentley. And uh, I got a lot of, uh, I'm sure they were not happy with it, the group <laughs> of friends, like, why is this kid going home? Yeah. But at the same token, like about a half hour earlier, we stopped at a convenience store. Mm -hmm. I gave them five euros. To me, I have no idea at that point how much a euro is. And I get the cash back and I'm like, you could have just given me, shortchanged me so yeah. easily and I, yeah. I would have no idea. Yeah. So I'm like, if someone could take money from me that mm -hmm. easily, like how easy could they manipulate you? Like mm -hmm. A whole group of people were just willing to go in. So uh, We literally just arrived yeah. in country. Yeah, and so the following morning, uh, I, I ended up becoming friends with all of them. There's mm -hmm. some of the kids actually in that group I was going to live with. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, um, definitely not easy with right. the peer pressure and mentality. Right. But at the same time, like you have to know, you have to kind of keep your... It's everything's all the lights are in front of you, but you yeah. have to keep your uh, eyes straight and focused. Yeah. But uh, it all worked out in the end. Listen to your gut, and you know. Yeah. And you got a full full night's sleep. And I got a full night's sleep. <laughs> That's as, as well as you could in Barca. So. Sure There's like literally the first night there was a parade. I don't know what was going on, of just bicycles. Like what? it was unbelievable. Like guys doing wheelies. Like it was going on for minutes. <laughs> I was like, well, there, there was my nights of sleep. Yeah. Well, it was worth it. It's start, it's start that culture shock, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cool. How are you, Bianca? So one on Instagrammable moment would probably be like a give or take and also a culture shock for me mm -hmm. was the transportation, specifically the buses. Yeah. So for the past like couple of weeks, we were trying to like get through like the transportation system. It was also part of our orientation. And so we had to go around um, Seoul without like any data because we didn't have like the phone plan yet. Mm -hmm. And so me and my group went out and obviously we went around Seoul and stuff like that. And um, I had a group meeting around that time. And so we were like shopping and everything. And so I said, I was like, bye, <laughs> bye guys, I got to go. Um, so it was around nighttime. And so when you need to take a bus or like any transportation, it's with... Um, it's organized by color and it's organized by a number. So I use neighbor maps or cacao maps and that's like the biggest thing if you ever want to go to South mm -hmm. Korea or like Seoul in general, which I recommend you do. <laughs> yeah. um, little plug for A little Korea. plug. <laughs> if you need something, just ask me. I got you. But um, so I found the number because I was in Hongdae and so I even remember the number from Hongdae to Sinchon, which is where the dorms are to Yonsei. It's 7377. Remember that, guys. 7377. And so um, so I looked at my phone for, like, neighbor maps and everything, and they said that the bus was going to come in. A lot of people were flooding in, didn't see the number. I missed the bus, obviously. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what's go what I'm going to do, but I'm kind of hungry. So I find a GS25, which is a local convenience store there, and that will be your best friend if you go there. A lot of cheap food, very good food, by the way. I was eating my ice cream <laughs> in the GS25. Big mistake. I should have uh, went outside. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see the bus number. <laughs> and so I was really, like, panicking because, like, I, my ice cream was my top priority. But then I was like, oh, crap. I have this meeting. I have to go to it. So I just started running. 
I see this man, this ajushi, which is basically like Korean for older man. And so he looked at me. I saw him looking at me. And he just closed the door on my face. And we were, I was literally right there. But I had to wait another 20 minutes. 40 minutes later, got to my group meeting. And yeah. Was, that was bad. Yeah, but still. Like, did you eat the ice cream, or did you like dish the ice cream as you're running? No, I ate that. that. <laughs> I ate that. Good. At least we had the ice cream, but man, yeah, public transportation is hard here in Massachusetts. And then add on the extra layer of cultural differences. They do not wait for you. Language differences, and just like figuring it out, it mm-hmm. can be rough. Um, I think also something that happens to a lot of people when they're abroad is you get sick. Everybody thinks like, oh, I'm just going to be able to travel all the time and go out and see things and be totally invincible. And then you get sick. And I think Tara has an example of that. (laughs) Oh, of course I do. (laughs) Throwing her under the bus here. (laughs) So even starting off like just getting sick normally, even in Massachusetts, I have the immune system of like a compromised two-year-old. And so I was so prepared for that with my multivitamins, my vitamin C, like airborne, I basically funded half of their, (laughs) you know, anything that they did. Half their sales came from me. And so I was so prepared on every single way until it came to food. Mm-hmm. And I got food poisoning. So, again, a lot of my stories that are misfortunate just come from the block that I lived on, apartment-wise. So, <laughs> right next door to the falafel or gyro place, actually, there's a restaurant. I still remember the name because it gives me nightmares. Mm-hmm. It was called Lillian Blue. And it was a there. Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and I went there all the time, and I always felt fine until all of a sudden I did it. <laughs> and I got, I got food, and I was like, okay, we're like chilling we're good I feel good this food is delicious Mm -hmm. I love Chinese food and then all of a sudden I woke up at two in the morning and I was like oh my god what is going on and I started getting food poisoning and so I had genuinely the worst case of food poisoning I think anyone has ever seen in their life (sighs) so that was Tuesday night happened Wednesday I was deceased I was a walking zombie Thursday I was just great like my I just looked so sick but Friday, I had a flight at 7 in the morning to go to Munich for Oktoberfest. And I paid so much money for this flight and everything, I was going to make it regardless of if I was, you know, still having food poisoning. But I felt fine, surprisingly, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and so I'm there in Munich, and I'm having a great time with my friends, and I'm eating all the food. And keep in mind, like, once you get food poisoning, you're supposed to take it gentle afterwards and you know eat crackers not maybe not not, like wiener schnitzel you know like all this you know really heavy food and I also had and this was like really what nailed you know was like a nail in the coffin was I had a chocolate lava cake for dessert that day oh no um which I don't recommend it was so good I do recommend eating like a chocolate lava cake but like not when you just are getting over food poisoning and so I got another dose of food poisoning that night and then I had my roommates that I was staying with wake me up at five in the morning even though I was sick the entire night being like hey get up mm-hmm. we're running for the Oktoberfest tents because that's like a thing they do so you'll wake up and you run to get a table mm-hmm. um which I didn't even know and I was like first of all I'm full-on dead mm-hmm. don't wake me up and so they didn't even think I was going to make it out because I was just lying in the, basically on the floor of a hotel room, like toilet or like bathroom. Um, but eventually it's maybe 1 p.m. Everyone's been there since 7 in the morning and I get up and I make my way through. And people, it's like 
you know when you're partying the Red Sea, you're like in the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, the yeah. reaping, and people just oh, like, no. <laughs> like, that was me and my drindle, people just avoiding me, because I just, oh. I looked dead. <laughs> but then I finally figure out where all the Bentley students are, and I'm not even joking, they see me, and one person screams, oh my god, I thought you died! <laughs> and everyone starts clapping, because they didn't think I was going to make it. Here's your entrance. Um, Here's my entrance, so not the best story. Not how you pictured October You know, I didn't did end up Instagramming it, um, <laughs> oh so I God. guess like, it kind of counts as a positive, but yeah, definitely food Probably poisoning is something You didn't Instagram you on the bathroom floor, though, so people never, like, people looking at Instagram are like, oh, wow, Tara's on, like, the time of her right. life. Oh, yeah. no, 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 I made the caption, food poisoning can't kill me. So, <laughs> So yeah, I think a big challenge, I got nothing as severe as that. I just got like a common cold, but mm-hmm. I don't really get cold that much, mm-hmm. uh, sick that much. And uh, I remember just going down the street to the pharmacy mm-hmm. and you're trying to explain to them what you mm-hmm. have because it's mm-hmm. not like a doctor's appointment in mm-hmm. Spain. You literally just go in there and get, get medicine. It's like literally like a CVS store. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I'm like cold, I'm like Frio, and then it makes no sense. And no. then, because originally they gave me something for like a strong flu or something. Oh, I'm like, no, I'm like I don't need that. I was like, I just want the small stuff. No, I just um, got the sniffles. So yeah, I just had small little sniffles. But my roommates, like some of them got sick. We kind of all got mm-hmm. sick at the same time. Had yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like, the kid was sick, and I'm like, I'm like, go. I'm like, here, I'll give you some mm-hmm. what medicine I have left. I'm like, are you going to go get some? And he's like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to wait it out. I'm like, he was the type of kid who couldn't go, like, two floors down or, like, the, or the room over just yeah. to get something. He's like, yeah. I'll get it when it comes by. I'm just going to He was just in his bed dying for, like, two days. I'm like, did you get any medicine? He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, that, that would be a good idea. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, not it, it would be a good idea. And then, like, I'm like, I'll help you out and all, but you got to help yourself, too. Right. Too. Yeah. So, uh. But, uh, yeah, if you get sick, you should definitely just take a chill. Like, yeah. I think people forget, like, life continues mm-hmm. when you go abroad. Like, you, you're going to you're gonna miss people. People are going to miss you. There's going to be things you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're also creating your own fun. Right. So, um, like, just, like, general stuff. You forget you have to go grocery shopping. Yeah. And, then, like, everything's in a different language. And, yeah. Yeah. But, uh. And just, like, like you're saying, you're just, like, sometimes you just got to be chill and not go out or not travel mm-hmm. or whatever, like whatever you have to do, like even though you probably had big dreams of Instagramming that, you know, experience, but just take it, take it slow and go back to your room and come back a re-emerged person who's can fully experience the, the, the fun that you guys are going to have abroad. But yeah, sick, everybody's going to get sick at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, that was actually, maybe not so much sick, but mm-hmm. I'm a big person, even like my close friends now. Uh, I just like sometimes have my alone time. Yeah. Like just, just, it's just like my mental way of, of just kind of releasing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that I do anything weird. I'm just chilling out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Good to know. But uh, I lived with eight other guys, mm-hmm. so most of the time, like I was some, I was gonna see someone or be around someone. Right. And I was just like about a month in, I was just like, it would be really nice just to be my, be by myself for like a day. Yeah. To a face mask by yourself. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, and just, uh, I actually, like, just went to, like, Palma de Mallorca for a weekend. I was, oh, like, really? I was going on a vacation. And, uh, so, yeah, that was nice. nice. But then again, like, literally after two days, I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm, ready. See, I'm ready to see my family. Yeah. yeah. So, I was just balancing it out. Absolutely. For me, I was one of the lucky ones, and I didn't really get sick in South Korea, but... There was a lot of things that was a culture shock to me, especially, like, the spicy food. Uh-huh. And I think 
I think feel like I got sick from that, yeah. but like I just couldn't take it. Like <laughs> oh, their yeah. like version of spicy is like hot. Like it's right. hot, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of emphasis because like we think we have spicy food here, but like in actuality, it's kind of bland. Yeah. <laughs> but when you go to like their um, food stands, you need to make sure like they reheat the. Th- like the food um a lot of my friends actually got like food poisoning from that because sometimes like the food's like left out from like the stand so Mm. make sure you could like ask them I don't know how to say it anymore I'm so sorry (laughs) but (laughs) make sure like for them like the ajumas and ajushis that are running the stands um to reheat the food for you yeah so to like not get food poisoning and and stuff and like I'm not used to spice. Yeah. Recognize me as a foreigner. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. can't handle this. Yeah. Because it feels like you're like having an allergic reaction almost. Mm, That's definitely. How intense the spice can be sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. And they are pretty accommodating for that. Just like making sure that you are, like say that you are a foreigner and they'll be like, oh, yeah. could I? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, we got it. We got yeah. you. We know. We know you can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, definitely. I think these are all great stories to kind of prepare students who are going abroad to know, like, this stuff stuff will probably happen to you. It might not look exactly the same. It might be, like, puking in your dorm versus puking in a hotel at Oktoberfest, but you probably will at some point. Um, (laughs) And just, you know, dealing with that. So I want to give our peer advisors a chance to give a tip um, to the listeners about what to do in cases where things don't go necessarily to plan. Yeah, so I would definitely say my tip would be just to own it. Um, Maybe this is just because I'm so used to having misfortunate stuff happen to me (laughs) that I'm like very willing to, and I just accept it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you just own it, you know, eventually it's going to turn into a funny story. It may not seem it that way, but it's all a learning lesson. And eventually, you know, you're going to be crying, laughing when you remember like, oh my God, I can't believe that this Mm -hmm. happened to me. I can't believe I actually did what I did. Um, and it's just going to be a funny story for later on. I'd say own it and also um, try not to draw on it, like mm-hmm. learn from it. Uh, I know some people like want everything to go so perfectly abroad, mm-hmm. but obviously not everything goes perfect for everyone. Some right. people have their own things to deal with. I like some of my roommates. I think it was, it's a very common thing. Also, no one wants to say a bad experience or reflect upon it in a group. Right. And. My roommate, uh, I could tell, wasn't enjoying it, especially at first, because he's from quiet New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and we had a guy banging on pans at eight in the morning every day. <laughs> like, like he would just scream like, <laughs> and bang, and then what? I knew it was eight o'clock. Every yeah, Monday that's crazy. Like and, yeah. yeah, and just like small stuff like that would definitely get to you. But like sometimes, especially among guys, definitely mm-hmm. we don't talk about certain things, Absolutely. and yeah. it's just you just have to. But, like, uh, at the same time, you're having, it's, like, such good times, and then, but it's just human nature sometimes to dwell on the, that one thing that went bad. Right. Especially when you're in a group, um, I, especially we're in Barcelona with API, the program, mm-hmm. everyone kind of does a lot of the same things, mm-hmm. goes to the same events, because there's a lot of, a lot of activities for us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people feel like they're missing out because they went to this place instead of there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't, I went to this first spot instead of there. Mm-hmm. And then people end up like regretting it and get yeah. annoyed with their friends. Like, oh, we didn't make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But in the bigger picture, like you're traveling, yeah. you're in this city that you all plan to go to. It's like, make the most out of it. Yeah. And Absolutely. not really worry, especially when they're not really, when you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Like, you can't. You can't go wrong. Of course. So. Uh, so for me, I would say definitely take a breath and step back, especially when it comes to like overwhelming situations, mm-hmm. especially for like me. I'm from Maine and it's very rural where I come from. Mm-hmm. And going from Maine where everything's very slow, everyone goes like 
not even like below the speed limit and you go to like korean culture where they're they're going like 80 miles per hour mm-hmm. like on the road and like physically as a person yeah. <laughs> um yep. so yeah just make sure that you have take time for yourself and understand that like um your expectations might not match what will happen abroad so just keep that in mind and reflect on that yeah yeah and i think another tip too is just be proactive mm. in you know, your travel or anything you do to prevent anything misfortunate from happening. So, you know, make sure you have your passport on you Mm -hmm. before you go to the airport. Make sure you have your itinerary planned out so you know, oh, I have to get there two hours beforehand so I could go through customs. Mm -hmm. Because the amount of people I know that miss their flight, or I had one of my roommates who had to go to Vienna from Budapest because one of her friends forgot her passport when she was going up to Vienna. And it was only until she came or tried to come back to Budapest that they checked at the border border. and yeah the customs or the border and they she had no passport and she was stuck in the country for two days while my roommate had to go up and like find time skip class just to give her her passport so she could re-enter the country so I think that if you make little steps Mm -hmm. and you just recognize like oh let me do this so that this situation doesn't happen or I'm not overwhelmed when I'm at the airport Mm -hmm. stressed out running around at five in the morning trying to make it onto a flight on time. Yeah, another thing I think is important um, is everyone, like, is going to run into issues a lot with yourself. So when you see, like you just said, when your friend's struggling or your roommate's struggling, like, mm-hmm. try to help them out as much as you can. Like, mm-hmm. don't think, like, because you're going to need that help eventually. Yeah. Like, I know plenty of times where I help my friends mm-hmm. get back or just mm-hmm. help them just in general mm-hmm. with... Like, I told my one friend, like, you have to get up for class because you haven't made it. And I'm like, you're going to get in trouble if you don't keep making yeah. it. So I drag them there. And, like, we just looking out for one another mm-hmm. and just making sure, like, like he said. Uh, one time, like, we were in Prague. This is, this is unfortunate. <laughs> we, were, we were in the subway. And this, they don't have, like, turnstiles. Mm-hmm. You could just walk into the subway. So you have to print your ticket. Mm-hmm. And we bought them. And then, except my one friend. He didn't buy it. And eventually, they check your tickets, and these big pro, these pro like security officers—not police officers, like mm. metro yeah. officers—they give them a ticket, and they knew we weren't English speaking. Mm. So, long story short, he, they literally made him take money out of the ATM <gasps> and give it to them. And then we missed our, well, us two would have made the flights, oh, but we didn't want to leave friends. him. We didn't yeah. want to leave him, so we stayed because the poor kid didn't like. Going to Prague, we didn't know how to speak any Czech. Right. Yeah. And um, th- it was very, it was much more confusing getting back to Barcelona than mm-hmm. we thought it should be. And then just having someone, pretty much just daylight rob you mm-hmm. was, uh, and especially like because he's getting roasted and I'm literally sitting there <laughs> like being like, oh my gosh, do not pay any attention to oh. me because I'm in the same situation pretty much because he's the one who paid. But uh, oh, wow, he was yeah, so it was just. A big mess of a situation yeah. uh, but I think that. he really appreciated that because you like you're gonna be extremely upset in that situation and we've been friends since we've been going to college lifelong, lifelong friendships are built yeah. abroad yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. so uh, yeah you just have to sometimes bite a bullet for someone else because yeah. he's done stuff for me yeah too. well I think that's all the time that we have for today I want to thank our great peer advisors for being with us um, and stay tuned for another episode of the prepare for takeoff podcast